that's the thing that I can't do naturally. Like I just, you know, I don't really come from a super well-connected family, like mm -hmm. with one another, I mean, right um you know just didn't really have close ties with with humans yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i'm learning a lot about like family and what matters in life I, you yeah. know it's no surprise that I, I invent things and then make them seem important like i don't come from connections i come from like my own thoughts and pain and that's what you do to like you know fucking work through it i guess it's yeah you know, therapy and making sense of the world and blah 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 so like yeah i've, I've uh I feel very fortunate to have a, a counter half or a partner who she comes from a very like natural and like loving family. Dystopia tonight. Hey guys, what's going on? We're here live with Jonathan Russell, the lead singer of Head and the Heart. What's going on, man? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, dude. I always forget the end of that intro. Like, I should probably warn people <laughs> uh, that are coming on for the first... You seem pretty chill. You seem pretty relaxed, though. Like, you're not, like, going to throw you off. We've definitely had some guests that are, like, slightly older who are just like, what did I just get myself? What did I sign up for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, it's just kind of, it's kind of fun. It was like, I threw everything that was happening during the pandemic into that one intro. And, like, yeah. I I can't believe that, that that all of those things happened in the last two years or two and a half years or whatever. Or maybe not all. I, I, I may have zoned out during some of it, I will admit. <laughs> But a lot of us watching and I was just like, wow, that's dark. Yeah, that's dark. Damn, that was that was really dark. Like, oh, yeah, that that just happened. Like we just and while we weren't doing our our typical lane, which makes us feel centered yeah. and useful and uh, having a purpose. It's like, cool, let's just let's just turn this in the, the world sweater inside out. And <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it is kind of weird, man, because I do I have I have definite blocks on periods of time where shit happened because of just whatever mental state I had to be happened to be in during the pandemic. Like that was just, right. yeah. And also like, did you wind up getting COVID? I did. Yeah. I got it last December, oh like my God. right around Christmas, two days before Christmas. It was oh, my, uh, it's a gift I gave to myself and uh, my wife and then my mother-in-law. Oh uh, my God. And um, yeah. Yeah. No, same thing happened to me. Uh, I wound up getting it. Yeah. Like I wound up being super, Care, like I, I managed to avoid it the whole fucking time the right. whole thing yeah and then omicron like literally kicked the shit out of me and i was just like oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and it didn't help with the fact i'm one of those people that like i got it and i thought of all the debaucherous shit i could have been doing like man i could have been at the clubs and just fucking gotten it you know <laughs> I, I never really know where to go with this topic because i i, I straddle so like my wife's family's from the west coast and i'm from virginia Mm -hmm. And you can imagine, in my California and West Coast, she's in the Bay Area, so it's right. an incredibly progressive city and state. And then I'm from Virginia, which has its moments. Um, yeah, yeah. In either way, you want to take that. And um, it was a really interesting sort of pendulum swing when I would, um, you know, sort of risk going home to see mm -hmm. my mom, who was going through some things that I needed to be there to help her with. Yeah. 
But the irony was like, every time I'm doing this, I'm getting on an airplane and like, I know you're not going to like, my mom's not going to like, give me three days until she hugs me. And like, it, like I'm going to travel over here and just fingers right. crossed. I'm not, I'm not bringing in some virus that's going to put you down. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with that. Other than the fact that like, it was easier. I guess it was somewhat, somewhat easier when you're in one city and it's like, I know the, the typical, the, the relative temperature on like how to discuss this in this city, you know, mm. like you kind of get a feel for it, <laughs> like how we're all approaching this. And it's like, okay, right. like when do you make, when do you slide in a joke? If you were willing to do that, or if it's just not on the table at all. Um, um, anyways i don't yeah know. no i know exactly what you mean though. It, no no it, it was it was confusing <laughs> as hell because like i i dealt with the same thing with like family members and stuff like that and like even like it took me some time to even like get like even doing everything like you know kind of following what was going on and what you were supposed to be doing you did just get to a point where you were so fucking frustrated not seeing your friends your family that you were like I every like like you just kind of I like I double checked with other people. I was like, hey, I just want you to know I did this, this and this. Are you good to hug and meet or, uh, you know, and it was weird, too, because I think the first time we all decided to do that, like I probably hugged my dude, my like friends way longer than we've ever been, you know, in contact with each other in our lives. Right. Right. Like, it was definitely weird. Yeah. And even going back out and touring, like were you guys like pumped when you like what what was the transition for that? Like, because did you do the. Did you, did you try to do the streaming stuff? I didn't catch any of that. It, like, um, I mean, for sure. Yeah, there was definitely like, um, there was quite a bit of like, there were a lot of like, um, gosh, what's the word? Like, <laughs> um, like fundraisers. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, where several artists would sort of get on and stream and, and try and raise some money for, um, supplies and money and um we we did a similar thing similar thing for like our crew that was you know getting hit harder than uh financially speaking than we were um yeah. just by the nature of things and um so we were sort of doing that um quite a bit i'd say for the like the first six months um one thing that you kind of get used to doing when you have the the when you're i guess uh, fortunate enough to be in the annoying position to do radio promo <laughs> which is like a good problem to have but it's also like you know it's, right it's the, you want to kick when you're on tour it's like i gotta hate something i'm gonna hate this so yeah uh, so that just sort of pivoted over to like oh yeah like we're still doing radio it's just it's now you're your own film crew you're your own sound guy you're doing your songs yeah and um please be sober and it's like <laughs> sure what could go wrong on any of those things um, sure so that was interesting. Um, and, you know, I think like most people, you did what you could. And, and from, from from some of that, I think, case in point, where what you have discovered and created for yourself here, there were some silver linings where you're like, oh, some of the some of the pivoting um, works sort of for you, like where your life is moving. And yeah, maybe this is actually maybe this is if there's a positive in here somewhere, you know, um, I was 30 four i guess when in 2019 when we did our last tour um mm. and then now i'm 37 and you know i don't know if it's because of what those two and a half years the world went through or if it's just the difference between 34 and 37 but it feels like i died and came back an old man <laughs> it's it. like 
we're the How same age so quickly are, are we yeah 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 so i feel you yeah man. i i don't know what happened to me but i'm i'm very i'm very picky and choosy about now what i'm doing and where i'm going and yeah. uh and it, it does feel yeah it does feel like i've aged like drastically yeah i mean and it could be 37 i don't know that's my first it's our first time being 37 so who knows yeah i mean same obviously yeah um well actually i don't know if you want to get into past lives but um (laughs) (laughs) it takes a completely different direction now we're like actually a chime rings i've got some theories um (laughs) (laughs) i used to be a chair yeah i don't know (laughs) it was a desk but um um yeah i mean it's like in in a thing where when you're i think we started this band when i was like 24 mm. so 24 to 34 like you're feeling pretty immortal you know yeah. what i mean you don't you don't even consider what happens when like skinny jeans look wrong on you <laughs> and what do you do to pivot and like do you just go with the flow do you just exercise a little harder do you just face the fact <laughs> and like try something baggier i mean this sounds like really like shallow insignificant shit but i'm not gonna lie to you i stand in the middle and the front of the stage which means i'm the front man mm-hmm. and these fucking things cross your mind yep no right? i hear you man i get because, it like those kids there's always kids behind you yeah coming up they look amazing oh. instagram looking amazing all of the time so yeah. like you can't help but be like cool 37 coming back and um and now and you know yeah I, I just in thinking of the transitioning back onto tour i think it's still somewhat of a transition we came back in may of this year we've done two legs so far we've got a third nice. coming up in three days um and one thing i realized pretty quickly was like oh shit like i have a little bit of anxiety now because i've had two and a half years to like think about what it is that i do for a living which i never had time to think about right some good some bad um i think the perspective i got and the appreciation i've i've gained not that i didn't have any appreciation for it beforehand but the mm. amount of that i gained even further um was great but like the awareness of walking back on the stage after two and a half years was just like five thousand people staring at six people this is odd right you know like this is odd it is odd yeah. but i was like but i don't want to like revert back to like being 26 and just being like well i'll just like have some beers on stage to like feel oh, a little right. more confident um because i've learned that over the 12 years of doing this like you're better when you're when you can like try those really risky maneuvers and actually fucking land them you've yeah. got to be clear-headed and you remember and you improve the following night because you're clear-headed so i was like i don't want to do that um and i started working out before shows um mm-hmm. and this is all kind of happening over the last few months and just for me that's kind of been a really big like i guess fork in the road or whatever you want to call it of just realizing like oh okay like you know, Mick Jagger, he's doing yoga now. He's not doing blow in the bathroom before he go on for 70,000 people. He's doing right. fucking yoga, you know, and probably has been for a while. And it's yeah. like, got it. Okay, health, healthiness. Right. Um, and that was just a really big um, f- mental freedom to do. And I, and I now, now it's almost like my, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm superstitious or not. Maybe I am because I have other eyes. I guess I would know if I wasn't, but um right. So if I don't like work out before a concert, I feel a little like paranoid that I'm going to get up there and realize like, uh oh, this is weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's <laughs> that makes sense, man. We've all that kind of stuff that keeps us centered, especially. I understand the, the I I've cut back on drinking significantly because it one it doesn't feel the same, and no matter how much I think I tried to fight 
like, no, 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 it's just a, a bad night. Like, it's not a, I did not feel the same. I was, but it really doesn't anymore. And it's not yeah. conducive to like creativity or, or have, or even having a right. good time, man. I would so, but I yeah. do sound, I hear myself and I'm like, God, you fucking suck. Like, <laughs> you know, like what happened? Like, but, but you're right, man. You you see, if you think about longevity. What's and that? You yeah, have... I gotta go. Uh... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. It's, no, it's so true though. It is. You're like, oh god. No, I mean, I hear to... you too. Like, it's. I don't because I'm not. And I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I still I find times where it makes sense for me to like enjoy wine yes. or or get drunk or whatever it is. But like, it's just about my craft where I used to be able to. And let's also also like the pressures have changed. Links of sets. We're now headlining. There's five records. I'm singing like three and a half octaves now. Right. Like an asshole. I like just like, keep expanding it every fucking record. I'm like, what if we went a little higher? I'm like, why are you doing that to yourself, Don? Right. But I have over the course of 12 years. And so, like, you know, it just, it's just, it's just how you evolve. And hopefully we're yeah. all getting better at our crafts and, and being, continuing to be inspiring for those behind us and maybe ahead of us, whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, if you're 27 and your set's 30 minutes, dude, go have your shot in a beer before you walk on stage. Yeah. You do you. You do you. Like, whatever makes you feel like you deserve to be on that stage, whatever form of art it is, mm -hmm. more power to you. Right now, for me, it's like, it's a fucking rowing machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stretchy bands, you know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. And there's something kind of powerful, though, about realizing it and knowing it, too, where you can, I mean, maybe in the beginning when you're trying to figure that out, and you're just realizing it, it still feels like it's kind of wobbly on easy. But once you're, you've, yeah. like you said, you've made that decision, like you work out before a show, you understand, you're centered, like you do find your level of confidence for doing that kind of shit set. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, like you just said, the younger guys are going to do that kind of thing. That's where they're at. They can enjoy that. But I'm enjoying it in this way now. And it's better for me. Right creatively and also physically do you feel like your um creative process changed at all because of the because i know you like you said you've been doing you've been do, experimenting with a couple different things you're going octaves higher but like how has it maybe changed the way you've thought of how you make music and create um i've so i feel like personally like uh, when i i sort of go i sort of imagine in these like like revolutions or circles of like creative processes like so we just put this record out. Um, God, when did we put our record out? Was it in April? The I, um, I think our record. Every came shade out. of blue, right? Yeah, that was yeah. I think April twenty twenty two. It came out. Yeah. So this year, um, and so like I spent probably the last three years writing, you know, for this record and recording this record. And to me, like that, like the the tide is out now. Like. Uh, it, it, I'm not going to expect it to be in. It is out. So I don't even think about myself as a creator right now. It's like I'm much more of a I'm a I'm like a I get on stage like I perform now. I'm a performer. Yeah. Because like if I try and sit down and write a song right now, it's not going to come, and I'm going to start thinking it's for X, Y, and Z re reasons. But this right. has happened since I was 18. So I I kind of like pivot out of like so I guess my I'm babbling here to answer your question. I haven't really re-entered like creative process since I've um, kind of been on this health kick and hopefully it's not just a health kick. Hopefully it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, really, you know, if I want to remain happy and healthy, mm -hmm. I have to do a little more than I did when I was 27. So, um, yeah. but um, I will say that one thing that I 
that I, and the total opposite um, pendulum swing during the pandemic, um, one thing that we did uh, collectively as, as band, as band members who were spread out all over the country was um, sort of take the budget that was set aside from the label for like traveling a producer, hotels, studio costs. We were like, mm. well, that's gone. Let's divvy that up into six individuals to get somewhat of a uniform set of microphones. Everybody's got a nice laptop that works now. Everyone's nice. on Logic. So there's a there was a sort of a an interface, literally, um, and process that we could all sort of rely on. Um, and so everyone kind of became their own little satellite studio. Um, and I'm not, you know, as we also know in that time, musicians aren't traveling, they're, they're not going on stage. So like I'm home a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to show up for other than like something that right. I'm going to set for myself that day. So like my creative process got pretty dark. I mean, it's like, you know, there's no point in like hold, waiting until 6 p.m. to start having a cocktail. Right. If your whole objective is to throw paint at a wall, you know, figuratively speaking, yeah. and then make something out of it. So like, I mean, I, I, I was left right up, down, inside out. Like I've come out of like just the lack of bumpers, you know, the lack of like uh, boundaries. So the creative process was pretty loosey goosey mm -hmm. during the pandemic. And, you know, I hear our record, this record, especially, um, I think right now it's like what, 16 songs or something yeah. like that. It's going to be even like, there's, we've got a few more that we're going to try and get out there as well. Oh, nice. And it's like, it's so, I mean, it's maybe the most, it's ambitious, but it's also like, we just, we wanted to release the entire mess. Like there's some songs that are very slick and very pop and very produced. And there's other, there's other songs that are like, you know, I recorded in my bit in my kitchen in Virginia and I can hear like the, the chair squeaking and like, they're super loose. There's a whole, the whole gamut is on this record, mm -hmm. but like, I guess, I can hear what I was going through and what I was experimenting with in this album. And now that I'm sort of much more cleaned up and like deciding to look good, feel good and go on stage and, and be a much more respectable citizen of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm much more like aware of like what I had to, or what I thought I had to do to get to some of those places. And I don't know that I want to do that again. No, nope. that's a, that a very beating around the bush way of, you know, not having me so on the nose of certain things that went on, you know, behind closed doors. But like, right. I do look forward to like, instead of searching on your own in your own little void of a studio to just look for inspiration, I can't wait to get back into a room with the six humans, the five other humans that are in this band and just let real energy respond mm -hmm. to one another. You know, like, I don't know when... I'm not that familiar with like a uh, comedian's process of like creating material. I'm guessing you sort of need some sort of reaction for your initiation, right? Like, yeah, do you know if something's working? Is it, was it the timing or is it a word that you can shift or whatever, but oh, yeah, the process, like you're sort of, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to pre be presumptuous, but like, I guess to me, I sort of try to create an audience. I try to create a process mm -hmm. synthetically and, and I don't really want to have to do that again. Yeah, no, I hear you. Well, I mean, that that's the, I mean, if there's a benefit to, you know, there's benefits to coming out of this thing and all that other shit, but it's cool that you kind of feel 
that camaraderie and still comfort with the other people that you were creating being creative with. Like now, you know, for sure, that's exactly how you, the way you want to run right. things, which is a benefit right. to it. And the other thing about the health thing too, I want to go back to that too, because that's really important. Do you find, um, cause I know you said it was a health kick and you hope it's not a health kick. I find myself struggling with the same thing where do you find it hard to convince yourself? Like, even though, you know, when you do A, B, C, and D physically and mentally, you feel better, but there's right. still that like, you know, I, I have constant arguments with my own brain where I will be like, uh, no, I don't want soda. I'm going to have this. And my brain goes, who the fuck are you to tell you not to have soda? And I'm just like, what? Where did that come from? You know, but I do struggle with like, you know, <laughs> like, where did that come from? You know, it's yeah. a, it's it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I'm so I've had 10 days off the road since the last tour ended and it, it ended on the West Coast. My my family's on the West Coast, so I've just kind of been like parked myself here in between two the two tours. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've kind of just been on vacation mode a little bit because it's not yeah. my home, like living out of a suitcase, but it's like my mother-in-law's house, so it's nice. I'm not like sure. in a hotel. But my, in terms of the very strong regiment that I had on tour, where I was like, was really holding myself accountable and it made it so much easier to like, I didn't feel like I had to like commit to something. It just like felt natural to like, Hey, at, at five 30, I'm going to do my workout and I'm going to eat and then I'm going to go on, on stage. Right. You remove the going on stage part and there's like no longer the event. There's no longer the arena. There's no longer the like, Hey, if I don't at least sweat a little before I go on, I can't sing that note. And if I can't sing that note, then I feel like a chump on stage. All of that goes away. And then all of a sudden my, and then I'm talking to myself a lot more about like, hey, do I have the soda or not? It's like, well, yeah, who, like, eh, like, who cares if you feel a little like chunky? You're not right. going on stage. <laughs> so like for the last eight days, I've just been like, ah, I'll get it tomorrow. Yep. No, I'll I do the same. Today I was like, like a day, though. So I like all of a sudden it's like, hey, 530. I'm on the West Coast right now. Yeah. 530, you have a thing. And like I worked out today. Like mm -hmm. So I'm, what I guess I'm realizing is like. And what I guess I always hear, it's like, oh, it's less about like willpower, more about routine. Yes. You know what Will I mean? So yeah. I, I need to, I need to figure out how to convince myself, whatever that little variable is or goal at the end of the day on tour, what is that for me at home? You know, cause I don't, it's like, oh, cool. Like, so when my wife sees me, and I'm not on tour. Like, it's like, yay, another burger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's not how I want to live my life for her or for myself. So like, right. I need to find the consistency and and how to replace that goal yeah. i think it's kind of where i'm realizing is they say it's like my, for, yeah. yeah they they say it's like 82 i got a guy who's um a health and fitness advisor for and i've known him forever and he's super great and he always gives me great advice for this kind of stuff and you know we've yeah. been like working out together but he basically said it's like 80 20 if you can eat well 80% of the time, you can do, you can kind of do shitty 20% of the time. And that's when you're out with your friends or your buddies, or you're going out afterward. And I try yeah. to stick to that. That's really helpful. I'm not doing that, but that, yeah. lately yeah, I will. That's, I hear you. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. The other funny yeah. thing is too, is I do the same kind of thing where like, if I know a gig's coming up, you know, I, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, if I like, it's one of those things where like, you know, I know like the same thing where, you know, you can sing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can do it. You know, you can play the answer. You, you know, you've done this. We've been doing this for a long time, right. but I'll go, you know what? I know this gig's coming up. If I start doing this now, I will be so I'll be fucking flawless, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But I'll feel good. And, yeah. uh, but I, it's hard to convince other people around you to like, I swear to God, anytime I change my eating habits, I think my friends think I'm just sick. <laughs> they're like yeah he's not feeling too good he's not he's not <laughs> indulging in uh you know in a 
four burgers yeah. and M&Ms and all that shit. Like, it's almost like a letdown sometimes. Cause, and I think that's the hard part about like, I mean, my lifestyle because of my work, it is inevitably extreme. So when I'm around mm-hmm. people who haven't seen me in like, I don't know, three months, it's like, Mm-hmm. We're at a, we're at like hey we're grilling out today like why aren't yeah. you gonna like have six beers and eat a burger and two hot dogs and lays chips with me I'm like right I know but like I could essentially do this every day for the next eight days and finally catch up with all my friends I haven't seen yes and then do you want me to do that like I don't think you do right but a little part of me is just kind of like I'm letting down the guys you know me too I'm letting, down, letting down my brother it's like yeah. So yeah, it's like oh, John showed up with like veggie dogs. Like, <laughs> like oh, oh my he's god, married now. he's married, he's eating veggies. Like, like, I did the same thing, man. I, <laughs> I, I and I did the right thing, but I felt like such a fucking like because like I went out with friends and I just I wanted the appetizer and the platter and all this other shit and like you know, and I love the company and I enjoyed the conversation, but I ordered like salmon, and I thought you fucking lose, like you just. <laughs> You nothing you, like everybody's got this fun shit, and I'm just like, oh, you know, like this, this, you know, oh, I was yeah. like, God, but I also know that, like, again, we're both 37, and I, I always, totally. you know, like, I know I cannot just go for a bike ride after I eat that shit and be fine, right. which I used to be right. able to. I used to be able to go, right. I'm gonna eat this, and then I'll just bike 10 miles and come back, and boom, it'll be good. Yeah. No, I feel like worse. Like, like my heart's like. You ever you find yourself like breathing heavy randomly? For, this is probably I should go to the doctor. But like, like no, we're gonna we're gonna find out after this. But like, I'll eat like normal shit, and I'm like, oh fuck, am I slowing? Down? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, yeah, I, no, um, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like brutal, you. man. Um, yeah. Wait, where do you live, or where where are you like working out of? Or I'm in I'm in uh, Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Okay, cool. You are. I figured you were. You seen. It seemed New York area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was born in Brooklyn. I lived in New York. Yeah. My follow-up question is: Why this time of day? And does it have anything to do with tennis? No, I like tennis. Um, This time of day because um, I actually don't. Okay, so here's. I'll (laughs) tell you right now. This it's it's a good question because I my. My buddy and I, he co-produces, runs usually runs the background shit. We were literally yeah. talking about should we change the time of day, and I picked eight thirty originally during the pandemic because nobody had anything to do at night anymore. So we yeah. were just like, you know, everybody was. It, it would get to be around that time where performers, like, that's when like yeah. my oh, I should be on, I should be on stage right now. So sense. I would do this to supplement it, but now it's like we're all out anyway. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I just try not to do it on the weekends. But then I also thought. Cause I'm always thinking ahead, like, Oh, I kind of want this to be like a thing. And I, and if I go to sell it or if I go to pitch it as like a streaming thing or whatever, I want to show that I can do a live taping yeah, of a yeah. thing consistently every night at eight 30. Yeah. Uh, and then, a lot of, you know, yeah. I, so, my, my brain was thinking much smaller because I very recently got into tennis, like, oh, nice. or, or started enjoying watching tennis. I should say, I still hmm. don't really know how to play tennis. Um, yeah. We'll see about that. I'm, but, I'm in the same boat where yeah. I where I played with like friends who are like like one of my one of my good friends was like a college pro, and she okay. would be like, "Come on, we're gonna go play tennis." And I mean, you mean you're gonna humiliate me <laughs> in front of me? Yeah, but it's a great practice. The few times I've ever tried it, it's like you don't want me. You don't even want me to like, like if anything, just have me collect your balls because I'm <laughs> my return is fucking over the fence almost every time. Right. So how many balls do you have before right. you invite me? Um. But that was before. Now I'm like, I guess why I'm asking was because there was this big Rothman doll and uh, Francis. Oh, what's 
Oh. Um, dude just knocked out Nadal. I know um, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like that's. I mean, I'm probably getting hate mail as we do this, but like <laughs> the dude who just beat him, Francis. Yeah, something like that. Well, I know, I'm, man. It's on the tip of my tongue too. Um, we. I, I was thankful for the timing because I got mm -hmm. to watch the full match or game match. Oh, nice. match. It's. It's. I. I do like watching it and stuff like that too. I kind of now that you said that though, like I kind of wish it was something cool like that where I was like, yeah, man, it's for. For sports, yeah. for tennis now, stuff, and I'm just like I'm not budging. Like I'm watching this match, and then I'm inviting him on. I mean, that's kind of what I remembering. It was just I was like, yeah, I respect that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I just happen to be in the same thing he's into right now, which is kind yeah. Of cool. I'll edit it in post and make it look like we're both like, yeah, tennis. That's exactly yeah. what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> of something. No, it's good, man. I like that kind of. It, it is. I love you know uh, watching that kind of shit. It's very interesting right now too, especially with like Serena and everything going on. Like that is like yeah, monumental moments, man. Yeah, she, she's amazing. It seems like the first time we're like, I mean, people from America again, but also just like younger, like a younger generation is finally breaking through that, like that power through. Yeah. Um, which oh, again, I'm so new to like discovering the the beauty and art of tennis. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to keep. I I don't know how much more I could go back and forth about this topic with you or, or if, with you, but um from what i'm learning very briefly and quick and recently it's like wow there's a lot of nuance to it that i never saw yeah same thing with basketball actually i feel like there again like the pandemic and being around my wife who was much more of, of a natural athlete on her in her life growing up um with like team sports i was like skateboarder i would run mm, no, i didn't do anything with other people right, <laughs> right. yeah man i used to run too just run track yeah so like i learned a lot about these these things that i would always see you know on tv at bars sports and never really understand like like you know that moment where like you can just tell everybody at the bar but you was like now's the time to pay attention and i look at the screen i'm like it looks just like the other fucking 29 minutes that i've been staring at it like what's happening yeah so i finally I, I finally had time enough to be around for, and my wife like like play basketball and just knows shit about sports and i was just like well, as soon as i learned that i was just like fuck me this game is amazing i love yeah. watching football now i love watching tennis now um things that i never Again, God damn it! I'm just 37. Is this yeah, just no. A show? I'm 37. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. It's the same this way. Like, is just, hey, we're 37. We're just yeah. That's yeah. gonna. That's what I'm gonna title it. Uh, two two Johns who are 37. That's it. Yeah, two Johns. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and people are gonna think it's like some weird like fucking like two girls one cup shit. Like yeah. uh, like oh, do we want to click on that? Um, yeah. but I feel the same way. You know, it's crazy. I <laughs> I've learned that I really like like things I didn't think I like um i find if i'm with somebody whose enthusiasm can carry me through it i then yeah. find an appreciation for it yeah i although never mind i'm not gonna say what i was gonna say yeah totally oh, man now i gotta know this is well the one thing that i'm i'm still struggling with is baseball oh baseball's boring as shit yeah like yeah. i and that's even going to games like so on days off on tour they're between the band and crew there's generally about 12 to 14 of us mm -hmm. um and so, like, sometimes it's day off and we're in a city and it's like, nobody really cares if it's their team. You just want to yeah. go, like, beers, eat a hot dog, some peanuts, whatever. Yep. And I'm like, cool, sometimes, for, sometimes I'm just excited because it's like, oh, look at us all, like, you know, there's no hierarchy. Like, no one's anybody's boss here. We're just at a game. Yeah. Getting loose, you know. Um, but the minute I, like, and then other times when I'm there, I'm, like, actually trying to follow the fucking sport. I'm just like, 
what the fuck? I can't. And people will be telling me. And so, like, I'm by very enthusiastic fucking baseball fans. And I'm like, no. If anything, it yeah. pushes me further away from wanting to get into it. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, it's the one sport that I haven't been able to, like, just crack the code yet. Yeah, I know what you mean. I that do. I enjoy it when everybody's like, I like going to a game. I, I've yeah. tried to sit with people and watch one of the games and I could yeah. give a fuck less. I'm just like, what is happening? I, you lost me. I don't yeah. even, and I feel like I'm not stupid, but when people explain it to me, I'm like, what am I missing? Yeah, I'm not picking it up very quickly. And it, yeah, yeah, to me, it's like if I'm not on like a corner seat where I can get in and out and like buy beers or get a hot dog yep. without having to climb over seven people, like I'm really not having a good time. Same. Absolutely. I got to walk around. I got to be able to stretch my legs. Yeah. Yeah. I'll even, I I even like, like running, I've run into people that I've known and it's like, I'm like, what's up? And like, you know, but like, and that's a highlight. I'm like, like, you're in the middle. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) It's behind it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Up there, right on the corner. I'm good. Yeah. They'll be like, did you see that hit? I'm like, I just saw Steve. Yeah. You you guys see he's up there getting a, up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's getting up there getting a Sunday and a hat. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's my other problem is I, I'm learning loyalty. Like mm-hmm. I love color, I love graphic. So I'll be in, we'll be in like somewhere in a fucking Ohio, and I'm just like, like Cleveland hat, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And there's some people in my band who are like, yo, you can't just, buy, you can't just rock a fucking Cleveland hat, and like, I don't. They, they just get so offended. Or, or like, oh, LA Dodgers, and it's like, you're from, you live in, or like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm learning that it's not, you, you can't be like, oh, I like this color and graphic. Like, yeah, it really means a lot to people. And I'm so sorry to, to all of those people cringing right now about like, yeah, no shit. But oh, like, man. I just didn't grow up going to sports or concerts. That's also a weird thing. Like, I don't oh, know wow. what fans are doing. Wait, so what was your to- first concert? I did go to a show with my mom one time. It was like my mom and I think my cousin or something. It was fucking, uh, it was either Kansas or Chicago. And it was oh, like, nice. out uh, that's, a, that's a parent concert. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I didn't enjoy it. I was probably 12 or 11 or some shit and like fucking hated it. But um, my first concert was also with uh, my mom and I think it was my, before they got divorced, I think it was my dad. We went to see the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we went. <laughs> We went to see the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably the exact same tour. Absolutely. Yeah, we went to see (laughs) we went to see the Beach Boys at Six Flags. That's cool, at least. Yeah, and it it, but like for for me at that same thing at that age, I was like, who gives a fuck? But now I'm like, oh, that was awesome. My friend and I literally. So I went to I I had um um you know Glenn Phillips from Childress Pocket on, and we become like buddies, whatever. And then I've had um. Scott Hassel from the Gym Blossoms. And they were like, oh, we're on tour. We're going to be in New York. Why don't you come? We're the Bare Naked Ladies. So I got to go and hang out and like just do whatever. But I brought uh, one of my best friends and she and I were walking together. And she goes, you do realize that we're the same age our parents were when they would go like, hey, we're going to go see Chicago. Like literally her words. Like we're going to go see Chicago. And I went, why, why the fuck did you just say that? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what, what in God's name is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a fucking it was a blast though by the way but like we were like i was like oh my god they're right these are the these are the guys we grew up listening to yeah when we were you know school dance like young in the car yeah. like the whole thing and it blew me the fuck away yeah so yeah just, do you have any do you have kids i don't do you no i don't either yeah i know and i'm like i feel like we're getting well at least you're married right i'm married yeah i got married yeah. a year ago 
not married. I got, I got nothing. I was yeah. dating before the pandemic and now I, uh, I didn't. And I feel like, like I, I, I broke up beforehand, which I felt like was a huge mistake because <laughs> I was like, ah, like when it happened, I was like, do we still want to be in each other's circles or you know, like, is that a thing? Or, oh, um, and now I'm like, I'm super, you know, I'm back. It, I didn't realize how fucking like weird it is to not know people or be able to make new equate. Like I try I, not to date anybody that's fun. in my business as a comic. I've never dated another comedian. Cause I thought let's just, let's just avoid that fucking shit storm. Right. Yeah. Even musician to musician, I've, I mean, I, I definitely had that like like fantasy or or assumption mm. that it would be the coolest, right? For, for me personally, like I've seen I've seen it work for certain people, sure. But I think that I have much more of an ego than any of those two people in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I have the ego the size of both of you combined. Like, right. so like I, it's it's fine. Like I have room for another ego, but it can't be about the same fucking thing. Right. Yeah, like you need to be great at something else. I need to convince myself that I'm gonna be great at this thing, and yeah. we need to back each other up on those things. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, exactly. Do, do you also <laughs> feel like, like, as much as I love comedy and being in the entertainment industry and doing all that kind of shit, I really do feel like I would want to be with somebody who could take me out of it if I needed to be taken out of it, and not because I feel like if it's too, like it's too much on my own sometimes, where I'm just like yeah. I'm in this thing. You're you're cranking on your career like twenty four fucking seven no break so i feel like to have two people doing it holy shit right like maybe it yeah. is a benefit but also i don't know you're constantly almost doing the same race like it's like right. god damn we like just pull over for a little while <laughs> yeah i mean um i think i mean my wife is is not in music she's a creative individual she mm. loves what she does and will like knock me off any horse high horse in an instant so like nice. it's That's... beautiful it's exactly yeah. what because like i mean i say i have a big ego i don't i mean I, I i probably do but i don't think i'm like an egomaniac by any means but like it's easy for an art i think any creative to especially especially when you're in like for me the writing period of my little circle mm -hmm. my revolution thing that i brought up a little while ago like if I'm if I'm in that stage and I'm like, you know, hey, there might only be one fish today. So I'm I'm not leaving until I catch that fucking fish. Yeah, like, I know I said be back at six, but like it's midnight and I still haven't caught that fucking fish. So like, guess where guess where I'm at? Mm -hmm. I'm not going home yet. So so when I'm in that phase, it's like it, it can be you, you can you can run away with what might seem like an ego. But it's it's also just like, I don't know, it doesn't that make me like a hard worker or something yeah. like I'm there to also like. I need to it's what makes the albums good. It's what makes you successful. Yeah. So there's a thin line, I think, between like, I don't know, work ethic, but you need to be here right now with me and my family and your family and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, thank you. Yes. Like, that's, that is the, that's the thing that I can't do naturally. Like, I just, you know, I don't really come from a super well-connected family, like mm -hmm. with one another, I mean. Right. Um, you know, just didn't really have close ties with, with humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about like family and what matters in life. I, you yeah. know, it's no surprise that I, I invent things and then make them seem important. Like I don't come from connections. I come from like my own thoughts and pain. And that's what you do to like, you know, fucking work through it, I guess. It's yeah. therapy and making sense of the world and blah, blah, blah. So like, yeah, I've, I've uh, I feel very fortunate to have a, a counter half or a partner who, she comes from a very like natural and like loving family and like yeah. 
a blast to be around and it's a large family and like i'm like whoa it's uh all of a sudden there's something to choose there's something that for once feels equally and i know i should say more but i actually only mean equally as important as as art <laughs> i i dude i know i can you know? but that's a that's a great balance and place to get to though too because i feel like i i did have so my family's pretty like my family's broken up basically into like my mom's family is a, was a decent size and um but my dad's family's huge and every and and i just grew up around a lot of people yeah. and i think i still kind of have that in me even though i did find my own individuality through it so i i'm like yeah. i'm this weird mix of like i can absolutely took me a little bit but i can absolutely be alone i don't think it's a good idea <laughs> i i think it's i i've proven it's a very bad idea uh for long <laughs> periods of time in several ways but like i do know what you mean when you find like i i very much enjoy anybody's normalcy kind of washing over me because it, it gives mm -hmm. you this calming effect, effect a little bit of perspective and maybe you know um it does i think it helps you even grow as an artist too like it's a, it's a tough thing to balance out totally yeah i mean like so uh, we, neither of us have children. We've mm -hmm. discussed that. My wife's sister, who lives like 20 minutes from where I'm at now, she's got a almost a two-year-old. Um, and we were over there last night, and like it was bath time, and <clears throat> um, and my sister-in-law was just kind of like, "Hey, like, how do you feel about like making up a little jingle while like Piper is in the bath?" So like she's kind of like, you know, she was overly stimulated because we had all this sure. family over. And like so it's like all of a sudden it's 8 30 and she's just like i got another two hours in me fuckers and we're like <laughs> well you shouldn't so let's figure this out so, right so i'm like i'm like i'm like yeah like why not so i ended up like within an hour between like the bath time and then like that didn't work so now we're in the living room just trying to like get her to like get tired i'm just like mm. for the very first time in maybe a long time or if not ever like there was no room for this or even reason for or time for this like sometimes esoteric like bullshit route I'm gonna go on as a writer to like show right. what I'm what I've learned and what have I observed. It's like, no no no, there's a fucking two-year-old. She needs to get tired. Right. Get her tired. Starting point, ending point. This is backwards. Anyways. So it's like within like an hour, I was just like, yo, this is a dope ass like nursery rhyme thing. It's just oh, nice. to have an endpoint. And I know I look how I made this about me, but like I guess what you were saying about like the the, the counterbalance and how how it sometimes can even make you a better artist, it's like I wonder if that's my next phase of just realizing like like live your life with purpose and mm -hmm. you're going to see things and do things that are meaningful. And by extension of just what you do naturally, you're going to create art in those periods. Yes. I don't need to like, I don't need to go to Spain and see a bullfight to like write my next novel. I mean, God right. Bless but like, <laughs> but like, apparently I can also just hang out with my niece. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, that was maybe the most honest thing I've said in 10 years. And it took me 20 minutes because right. I'm looking at the thing that just needs the thing. Like, yeah. I I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, there's it totally something very, it's kind of reassuring because I want to continue on this, like being present and being with family, being healthy path. But I also have over a decade experience of like experimenting with drugs and like going off on my, my own path and coming back with a vision, you know, yep. and that worked and that it, you know, it got me here, but like, can I let that go? Like, I bet everybody around me would love it if I did. <laughs> you know? So, right. I 
guess yeah the piper song i was just like huh that's yeah. really you know that's like, beautiful though and i think you're right man i think it can be let go and i think it's just it's the same thing about like the with the soda thing where you're just like you got to fight your dumb inner voice of going yeah it can be like i can still be yeah. this person and probably even better Right. If I just let go of the idea of being this destructive, like it, it's yeah. a miracle. Like someday you ever think like, how have I lived this? Lo-? Like, you know what I mean? Where you're just like, there was just touch and go for a bit there, you know? Uh, and yeah. then, but you, but you have. And so now you're like, okay, cool. I can have that past. Mm-hmm. And then now just go forward being something totally awesome. Yeah. What it's wild to like, cause I remember being again, 27. Like, I think I just used that number. Cause we all have this, like that, whatever yeah. anyway, i remember Imagine, being i think mine might be 24 age. but yeah yeah like i remember being around that age and thinking like there's nothing more i could learn i'm crushing it on stage i'm a fucking genius why isn't this bigger than it is and now right. i'm 37 and i'm going like i feel like i only am on chapter five now or whatever mm-hmm. and i can't wait to read like chapter 32 oh like yeah. like i all of all of a sudden actually feel like the student Yes. Which is odd that it took me 10 years to realize that I have so much fucking more to learn from other people and from myself and from mm-hmm. family and things that are not destructive. You know, like, yeah. you don't have to, like, you don't have to, like, shorten your life to, like, get some sort of, I don't know. Anyways, I get like, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's, it is a weird thing because it's like, but it, you know, what's cool though is that you can look back and go, Oh my God, I was, I thought I was sure, but like, I have stuff where like I've written down, you know, <clears throat> sometimes I would keep, I, I would keep journals like periodically for, right. I don't know why, but I, I just would. And, and I very rarely ever look back, but every now and again, if I'm feeling a certain way about the point of like life I'm in or whatever's going on, I'll look back maybe and try to find the same date a few years back and go, where was I then? Where did I think I had finished? Or I thought was like I had reached right. a point, and then I go, "Holy shit!" Between then and now, I've done so much more cool shit. And then it lets you go, "What's around the corner? What's the next thing?" Yeah, yeah, I have no yeah. idea, but it's exciting. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm with you because I'm. I, I also like don't ever get too excited to like look back. But the exercise you're describing sounds pretty good, actually. I really like that. Yeah, give it a shot, man. Because that's like the, like ex- I had no idea. <laughs> I never thought I would be doing anything like this. The idea of sitting behind a desk, like I liked going on. I, I mean, I was always on interview shows. I was always on doing like a radio thing or a TV thing. I never thought I'd be sitting at a desk because everybody had like something going on, but, but because of the, what happened and shit. And I was just like, I had the name. I already had dystopia tonight. Cause I was already right. I was pitching stuff in LA at the time. So I was already writing like, um, you know, sitcom ideas or, or just, just different ideas for TV shit. So I had this name already and then I thought it was good. And I was like, I don't want to waste it. And I love, uh, yeah, I got to use it. So, and then it turned into this and I'm really happy with it. And, and I'm just like, man, cause I right. you ever think like uh, at a point where you're like, I should just fucking stop or, or what, or something's not working or what's the point or whatever the hell it is. And then I mean, I'm like, Oh, I wouldn't have done this. A lot during the pandemic with yes. things that were happening that I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I go to, I'll go to a like George George Floyd and then you you're like okay so many thoughts and so yeah. many uh internal conversations happening with yourself with something that you can do how should you do it things you shouldn't do or just like the amount of fucking like voices having conversations in your head and then you're just going like okay I'll go to a rally cool I went to a rally and it's like Same. then I'll come home and I'm like I should write a song it's like 
the fuck is this doing for any of the thing right. that's so fucked up that just happened? Yeah. And then it's, and then, you know, you might feel like a piece of shit for a few days and then you just, I don't know, at some point you sort of come out of that and go like, there are like unforeseen people you touch. And I think anytime anyone does something that they're actually passionate and seemingly put here on earth to do, Mm -hmm. if you actually follow that, there might, of course, you're going to be able to pick out the things you're not fixing but like right or, helping or whatever but there inevitably will be like positive ripple effects and you might right. not hear from them you might not even even meet these people yeah now, so media is actually kind of like as overwhelming as it can be you're also like getting touched in the, the ability to have somebody from like wisconsin say like hey just so you know like this happened to me your music allowed me to get through it i'm alive now because of you and i don't know that i ever really can process that right genuinely and go like how could I really uh, completely understand how to take that? But like, it's, uh, I hope I'm not putting my foot in my mouth here, but like long-winded way of just, how did I get in this conversation? I just, I guess like <laughs> I, yeah, sometimes. No, but I know like, what you mean like, because you Is this enough? Is this, what's the fucking point of us doing this thing? Right. And, um, I don't know. It's, no, no, it's hard to get into the, it's, it's I, I know exactly what you mean. Cause even I talk to like my friends who are not doing any of this. And it's always like the, what the point thing comes up, especially as we're all getting older, like a lot more than I'd like to admit. And it's hard to either, depending on what point in your, your mental health you are or whatever it is, it's hard to get in and out of that thing. Right. But I think the other thing too, is juggling your, like when somebody says you mean something to them, it's really hard, especially for us who we all have an ego, like we were talking about before, everybody's had that thing. So, you know, maybe your first inclination is to be like, I'm a fucking God. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, my music reaches and lifts people up by the collar, you know? And at the same time, you got to balance it out and go like, you know, like I, I'm glad it meant something to you, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the other, and, the, and it's totally true though. There is, I'm such like, you know, I, like I easily could have just had comedian friends and, and people that I knew, you know, just people that I knew on this, on this show. Right. And I, and I love talking to comedians. I, I've known them, you know, I know a lot of them for like ever, but like at the same time, I, I, I like music has affected literally. And I know I'm not the only person either. I'm saying this, like, I'm like, Hey, this is a nut weird idea, but like music has <laughs> literally, I want to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said this before. <laughs> oh, music touches the soul. What an inspiring thought. But like, if I think about it, I'm one of those people like because of whatever my brain function is, I always wake up with a song in my head. I, you know, I know there's like a percentage of people that actually do have music playing and some people that never hear it at all. I'm one of those people who has something in their head from 85 to 2008, you know, whatever it is, blasting in my head at, at all times. And but it really does like I can, you know, I can use I can I can like literally put an out like I can put a Counting Crows album on. And for oh, some yeah. reason, that one album. I will go, oh yeah, I was 24 and I was here and this means this, this, and this to me. To almost every song. And, and there's shit that just got me through stuff. I just yeah. know enough as a performer to not make it. Like, could you imagine if the, you came on and the first thing I said was, you know, like uh, like rhythm and blues, man, that fuck it. Like, I, you would have been like, ugh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sorry, the internet's really rough today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I... But, you know, but you're like, oh man, it got me through it, whatever it is. It's so true though. It's It's a weird... But even the George, like, I know what you mean, too, because, like, I was like, like, I'm sure you've had people message you and say, like, maybe whatever you were saying about a certain topic. Like, so when the, you know, I've always been 
very uh, verbose when it came to either my opinion. Like, I mean, it's easier for comedians to do it because, like, you expect, you know, like we can make a joke out of some bullshit or whatever it is, and then it's, you know, we can get away with backing out of it. Like, we were kidding, yeah. lols, you, you know. You um, that that's yeah, super helpful. And yeah, like, and oh. I've like kind of you know navigated that. But even like you know during COVID and during the George Floyd stuff, when I was like talking speaking out about that kind of shit like i wrote for a newsweek for like a couple times or whatever for a thing people were messaging me and were very much like i can't say what you're saying but i really it's helping me get through the insanity because there's there's just it is a quiet form of people that are like my god i'm living in this bubble and wherever they are in the country it's not conducive to whatever but then they find you or they yeah. find a song and the lyrics kind of touch them and bring them up. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's probably not great for us to constantly think like, yeah, we're real important, but you're great. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But the same way movies <laughs> affect us when we were younger, like I'm sure there's shit that we cling to, you know, that if we watch to this day, like really soothes us. That's the same thing. Yeah. It's funny. Recently, I was listening to music and um, <laughs> I, I really like <laughs> it dawned on me like oh maybe this is what fans are talking about because i was like listening to music and i was walking around and it, it was like it was less about the song it's less about me like remembering like how great the song was it was more like that song was like a time capsule or like a yes. portal where like it allowed me to jump through time and remember like outfit smell girlfriend yes where, like where i was and it was just like I don't give a shit about the song in all honesty, but mm -hmm. without that song, I'm just here now. Yeah. It, it's like a fucking time traveler. And I was just like, and, and that's not true. I did not give a shit about the song. No, I it was like yeah. the, the bigger, the bigger effect was actually what I was remembering about things that I hadn't thought of in years. Yep. And it made me appreciate all that I had like, you know, done in life, yeah. you know? And, and it's also like, it reminds you of like, Hey, call that person like how are yes. you doing you know and it's like all of that came from like the song that is on that record you know you, you pick it up whatever you want it's just crazy it really is like a vortex you can just woo. yeah man go. absolutely and it's <laughs> okay. and it's great to hear that you also feel the same way too because you don't know how other artists feel about other like you know what i mean like how they're like if they're just jaded by the scene that they're in and they know it too or whatever you know what's funny yeah. is when you're having one of those moments and you do make the phone call and it's you forget that it's in the middle of someone else's day and they're not vibing. Yeah, feel. yeah. it's <laughs> like, like if you ever quit drinking for like five days, you're just like, how are you? How are you? Hey, I'm not like you're just like no yep. one else is on your level right now. Bro. Like your chemicals are doing things like good for fucking you. It's right. 30. It's Monday. We have jobs. So like call me on Saturday. You cunt. Oh, guess At what? You won't remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so fucking true though. I've done the same shit where I'm just like, oh my god, is nobody vibing and feeling this shit? I feel like my mom's not watching this, but um, <laughs> yeah. hey mom, um, yeah man, I feel like I gotta ask you about um a couple things before because I I don't want to keep you over the the hour I said I was gonna keep you, but um the uh the produ like producing and stuff like that when you're working with producers and stuff, did you feel a certain mm -hmm. sense of freedom having to do this without maybe because I know I've had a, a bunch of other uh, musicians on who are basically like not to shit on producers. I know that some of them are really great or whatever, but like they, they expressed a certain amount of freedom they felt right. At, like being on, like obviously production of the album is different if you're not really working on that kind of stuff, but maybe not having somebody, is it feel like for you guys, somebody's over you when you're, when it's an overly um, produced thing and maybe at this point in time is a little freer or what was the vibe like? 
Um, you know, it's funny. I think if you ask every person in this band, you would get a different response, which mm. is like, I think part of why every record of ours is always going to be kind of different. Um, right. Um, for me, I actually find like, I love to create chaos, but I like to learn where my boundaries are first. Okay. So that, like, I know like I can be Tasmanian devil until I see that rock. And if I go further than that rock, I die. Right. So like, I love having like someone else kind of be in control of the boundaries or like, um, I can kind of like let go of control mm -hmm. and be much more open and honest as an artist. Um, if I think that someone else is, is paying, is paying attention to that. Um, and in real time, considering, considering how to react or how to elevate it. And to me, that's what producers do. Music, mm -hmm. Musicians can do it, obviously. Bandmates can do it. But because of the nature of how isolating everything had to be, like, we were all in little, like, vacuums. So it, I think even more so than normal was kind of, for me personally, like I said, you could ask somebody else in this band and be like, I fucking hated working with so-and-so. <laughs> and maybe they wouldn't say that. But, like, for me, right. I, was like, I was like, thank God. I had spent the last three or four years before the pandemic, like meeting a lot of different like producers and understanding how they w work differently and why. Right. So like, there's a, there's a few different people, three or four different people we worked with on this record, generally speaking remotely um, until a certain point. Um, mm -hmm. And for me, it's a long winded way of answering your question was I find it to be um, it's like, I, I find it to be an elevated version of of what can also otherwise just sometimes turn into. It makes me think of like a like a pickup game versus like something that has refs or coaches. Like you lose certain elements that are like real and scrappy, and you might like you might not be able to do that one thing when it's like televised and there's fucking refs calling fouls and there's coaches making sure like you're getting in and like you're considering like the best time to be on the floor for this one thing is that like bear with me i swear i got a lot of this place. no no uh, <laughs> you're good man you're good um, we got there's something about the, the like the professionalism that comes along with somebody who can like keep six different uh personality types and 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 opinions like on the rails. So for me, I, I love working with producers. Every producer has their own flavor. I mean, like there's a few songs on this record that were done by Andrew Sarlo and they're, they're night and day difference than like what we did with Jesse Shatkin. Okay. And that was intentional. Like, like we weren't, we weren't sure how many songs we would do with each producer that sort of evolved as we started working with these people. Right. Um, but like the Andrew Sarlo songs are much, there's, there's much, they're much less perfect. I don't know if that made any sense. They are less no, no. perfect. They're less like, they're less like, uh, like without a doubt, this will work. They're, they're mm -hmm. looser. Um, and that maybe appeals to some people. It appeals to me in a certain way, but so does a song like Tiebreaker that is so, Ooh. there's no air. Like it's right. so perfectly packaged and I love it. Mm -hmm. But I, I love that I also got to do a song like Love We Make, which is just a meandering vibe, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I guess I got more freedom out of working with producers because as a person who is thinking like about not only like me in the middle of like writing a song, also like as I'm doing a take, like I want, if I'm going to fucking do the, my best shot of all time, like somebody better have fucking seen that. Oh somebody, yeah. 
Somebody better have like fucking recorded it. Right. And somebody better have been like, hey, what if? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. want, there wants to be a domino effect that is of value to something beyond the idea. So like, I don't just have good ideas for no fucking reason. Like, like they, right. they can they can help. They can help. Or or like someone else. I don't know. Like it it's a piece of a. Uh, of an interesting thing like what i'm doing isn't the end all it's it's like oh my god sure. i'm losing it no no like, i hear you man um there's something about making sure that other people are are thinking about the other people as well and making it all work and making it all as, as interesting as possible right um because i'll just i'll get so focused that i can't tell if i'm being the best like team member to anyone else you know until somebody gives me perspective so like right. i find working with producers to be very beneficial um, in terms of aesthetic and taste and like how you want something to be in terms of slick or raw, like those are choices you make when you choose with, to work with certain individuals. Um, yeah. And, you know, like with anything, like you learn as you put things out, you know, like, sure. like so you're publicly making progress and mistakes constantly and that's your career. And so, you know, on this record, there's these producers we worked with. And on the next record, who knows? Um, right. That's so, exciting. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to look at it, too. I mean, I think, like, for especially, like, because as a stand-up, you know, you're alone most of the time, so you're doing that kind of shit. And I think as yeah. I've gotten into it and gotten into other aspects of the entertainment industry and all that stuff, I find myself really appreciating what you were talking about, which is I just love the collaboration. Like, in order for me, I know to be, like, I've got a lot of stuff going on in my head, but I love having either people to center me, bounce stuff off of, you know, right. and then, but we also, I bet you any amount of money, both know when we need to go a little bit over the top, mm -hmm. too. like when you need to, like mm -hmm. you said, do the chaos thing. We're yeah. like, all right, I need to fucking cut loose. I need to fuck around a little bit. And somebody will bring me, you know, yes. we'll go, all right, reel yeah. it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, you can't, and you can't, what I love about all of that is like, you can't, you can never, that's why I don't think any one individual, you can never take full credit of anything because, right. nor should that be the fucking focus ever. Like, mm -hmm. because who did it, whatever. I don't fucking yep. care if I did it or if you did it or if it was a mixture, it is there now. That's what, yep. what we want, right? So like, I would not have been able to like, maybe I wouldn't have like, like if, again, if I'm gonna like open myself so much and let the chaos thing start to happen, like, if no one's paying attention, if it's not serving the song, then I just did that. And I'm going to feel so like abandoned after that because you go deep into yourself sometimes to pull out something. If you want it to be very authentic and real, like it's going to be vulnerability. And so if no one respects that, you just feel abandoned. You yeah. feel like a fool. And then you don't want to make those choices again. And then you start diluting your own art. And so, yeah, I mean, those people who allow you Good to point. do things like that are so, so much part of the puzzle you know like, absolutely man it's not uh, i want to get to a couple of these comments from um uh people that have been watching real quick so um somebody said head in the heart spread positivity all the time it spreads out beyond you what you do for yourself is gone when you were gone and what you do for others lives on oh, that was a nice sweet point nice and also they said their go-to movie was buckaroo bonsai fucking love that movie jay what um, is that oh you've never seen buckaroo bonsai oh my god dude it's a, it's an eight. It's like, I think it came out in like 85. It was supposed to come out. I think it was supposed to be like jumping on the sort of star Wars bandwagon, but like a, like just more, more out there and more kind of like it takes place on earth. So it's not like out in whatever, but, um, 
it's just about this futuristic hero man and he's got this awesome 80s like trench coat the whole the whole thing is super 80s man it's like it but it's it's bizarre and a lot of fun you got i think it's on prime i just rewatched it with a buddy of mine it's a blast dude it's so weird and beautiful and i can't believe that uh it wasn't as big as it was back in the day um thank you jay Somebody else would see you at Red Rocks um, next week. Yeah, that's coming. We got up. a lot of just love the band, love you. We got a comment. Jackie's a long time watch. She said hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a bunch of people giving us giving us a bunch of other stuff too. So, um, so um, all right, we're gonna wrap up. I'm gonna ask you the last three questions that I ask every guest on the show. Uh, first question is: If you can go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself to help you today? Right these on i'm so sorry is no it's this... fine there's some sweet ambient music though playing in the background which is yeah all of a sudden. i'm now on tour so oh that's awesome no i really like it i was like this is beautiful <laughs> yeah it's um... especially since it's like a touching um back in time question where it's like yeah. i need the little wave effect to happen and then a little yeah john russell this... you know like <laughs> our opening act for this one show in tempe his name is josh fudge and he his band is like setting up to do soundcheck right now. Oh, very nice, man. That's uh, awesome. So if I had ever met him, I would definitely run out there and be like, give me something sad. Or, or like, <laughs> meaningful. And a one and a two. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm so sorry. And the question no, no was, Oh, if you can go back in time and talk to your younger self at any age, what piece yeah. of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's funny, like one of the things that I always, it's I, for whatever reason, I think at a young age, I thought I had kind of figured out a lot of things, which gives you a certain amount of confidence, but also a certain amount of, um, it kind of can keep you from searching further. I, I, I do wish that I would have like listened to somebody earlier on and been like, hey, like, I just think that maybe you could use a little bit of a therapist, <laughs> like, you know, like. Maybe maybe it would help you to like talk about these things. Yeah, with, with a professional, instead of just like learning the hard way through relationships, right. what not to do, um, based on these cycles that you, whether you realize it or not, you are in. Yeah. Um, so going back to younger version of myself, I guess it's funny. I mean, you don't want to tell, you don't want to tell like a ten year old, hey man, like you should get a therapist. Although I guess that happens. <laughs> but um, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. It's a good point, though. I mean, the therapy thing is one of those things. I think we all kind of wonder at some point in our lives who we would be if we had some if we had some third party to kind of talk to and lay our shit down on, you know, yeah. not that we're bad versions of ourselves now. But man, the fucking process, yeah. like how long, you know, right. does it take to go through this shit? Yeah, my process was definitely, you know, on the flip side, though, the interesting thing is to me, like my process of my attempt at that was journaling, you know, I, I, oh, I nice. earlier when we spoke, you were you had mentioned to eat. Um, yeah. Journaling well, um, which uh, I definitely had somewhat of my version of that. I think, however, um, I would use them in ways of more of like observations that I would have, which mm -hmm. in a way led to poetry, which then led to songwriting. So it's like nice. I was kind of using somewhat of a therapeutic method, but it was it almost without knowing it was all, always kind of being curated or crafted as a craft, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and so therefore I wasn't always, it wasn't always just like, you know, and it wasn't, nobody was re repeating it back to me. So it's not like I was actually getting right, you know, anyways. Um, 
No, that's cool though, man. I yeah. I actually like that because a lot of people actually talk about like you know, uh, they'll either tell them to be easier on themselves and stuff like that. I think you're the first person that's yeah. ever said, "I probably needed help," yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. per, which is perspective, yeah. man. Which is a you know I, that's I like, they did the best they could, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't it crazy to think yeah. that like you're because we both said we didn't have kids and stuff like that, you know? But it, it is weird to me, even in this day and age, to look back and I I constantly wonder how my parents fucking did it. Like more, I, I'm stunned. I got nothing. Uh-huh. Like it's a lot. Yeah, and I mean the amount of sacrifices that I I have very lucid memories of them making for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're at an age between twelve and twenty, you don't necessarily like they're they don't seem good at like as much as they did. They just it still doesn't seem like it was good enough. You know, right? Like, I've still found ways of of being jaded and and resentful and and hurt, yep. and traumatized, and it's like you know, like gosh, they did so much. Right. That's just that's just the human condition, you know. So absolutely, it's cyclical. Helpful, you know, like what you're doing right now is helpful for people. Um, so, Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. Uh. Second question is another a little deeper. Uh. What had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Yeah. I mean, I can think of a few pivotal moments, but to be honest with you, I think one of the most current ones is maybe the most felt by those around me and myself. Um, Something happened during, I think a very humbling thing happened when as an artist during the pandemic, it became, it's just a little more human feeling and a little more like, this might not return. And it just kind of rattled me in ways where and at the same time, having time to to like actually watch footage of us, like we have our own documentary on on Amazon where we shot like our concert from Pike Place Market, and there's all these interviews. Right. And when I'm constantly touring, like I can't watch stuff like that. It's just it rattles my brain too much to like feel confident the next day on a sh- on a show. Mm-hmm. So I had more time to sort of like get caught up on what we actually did in the last ten years, and I just started noticing things that I wish I would have done better or differently. So I think my career had to end <laughs> for <laughs> me to be where I am now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just feel like I'm approaching. You can hear him on tour. I'm yeah, back. that's great. Like, yeah. I, I like I that. That's can. great. I feel very fortunate for that. And, Beautiful. Um, there's something different about me and yeah. I don't know. I just feel I, like the petty things. I kind of laugh them off. And yep. the things where I didn't necessarily take the opportunities to connect with individuals like that come to these concerts and these shows mean the world to them. I don't know that I necessarily was open enough for them. And to, so, right. I, yeah, that's that's it, been a big change. And I just I enjoy this like every single day now. Um, yeah, man. So that's great, dude. That's actually like a good point, too. It's kind of I, like if you're looking for a silver lining you know, uh, for this whole lockdown situation thing, being kind of humbled by your profession yeah. by being outside of it is a, yeah. is a good way to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we were talking about it before earlier on the show about just having, cause I got to tell you, man, hearing you'd say and talk about how, you know, listening to a song and music affects you and bringing it back and, you right. know, whatever. Cause you don't, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a comedian. So like, it, I don't know if it's the same for musicians cause I don't always, I'm, I'm assuming it is, but I never want to assume that other musicians appreciate and absorb music because you can do it. 
You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's the same way where you're watching, like when comedians watch other comedians, we appreciate it. But sometimes it's hard to turn off that other brain where you're like, I know where this trick is going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but it's it's yeah. cool that you can still kind of really appreciate it and let a song take you back to a different place. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I do have to also struggle with like turning off the brain and going like, let me guess. And now's the chorus. <laughs> you know, um, however, there are I, I think maybe I think maybe it's, music, it's mostly music that I was, you know, exposed to before I became a musician and there was a lot of it. So, right. you know, like it's because it's, the, I think it's, yeah, like I said earlier, it's like the memory that's attached to that song more so than what the song is necessarily doing. Yes. Wow. I'm, I'm kind of realizing maybe that's why I'm constantly obsessed with music from my past. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Could be. Yeah. How much, you, how totally. much you per hour? Oh, I forgot. What? <laughs> How much time do I have left with you in my fitness therapy session? We could just keep going. We're just we'll just you know what we're yeah. gonna do. We're gonna do this every week. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna contact <laughs> have your people my people contact your people and we'll just set this up and yeah. we'll record some of them and with some of them we won't. Yeah. We'll just have yeah. a good cry. Uh, <laughs> I need this has been this kind of stuff has been has been great in a, in a weird way. It's been great for me too because it's not anything yeah. I ever thought I was gonna do. Didn't really want to. I like being on shows, but I didn't want to do my own. And now I find that like when it's when it's gone, I'm like, I don't, I want to talk to people I don't, that I admire, yeah. that I don't know, that I want, you know, cause it's, it's really the other thing too is like, you don't realize how much, like one of the things I'm kind of working on and I can cut this, this part out too, but just so you know, like is I, what I love is like, there's a common thread, whether all of us know it or not in this business entertainment and whatever we wind up doing. It's very, very crazy because it's like you you wouldn't even realize how much you have in common with somebody who is, you know, 30 years your senior in this business to to now to young. Like the amount of shit everybody goes through is so yeah. eerily similar. It's it's wild, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. Um, uh, and the last question, uh, which is a staple of the show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, is if this was a genuine dystopia and you had your choice between like an alien zombies uh, comet heading toward the earth, climate change, weird shit coming out of the ocean, whatever it is, but everybody knows it's their last day on the planet. Yeah. Uh, how are you going out? What's going to be your epic death? So you, so like you find out like in the morning, like I have like a whole day kind of vibe. Yeah. You have a whole day. You wake okay. up in the morning and, yeah. um, you know, boom, you know what's going on. I wonder, I'm just wondering like how, how quickly I could get, I could like charter, like just take all my savings and just like charter a boat, take uh -huh. as many of my friends, stock it with everything we want and just head out to sea and just, you're not worried about turning around. Nice. So no. With all your homies. Wow. That's a great one. No one's ever fucking said that before. I've never heard yeah. it go out to my sea. Would be there, of course. My mom would be, you know, almost like, yeah, Mozart. I don't know. Right. Right. Full circle. That's <laughs> Except you just skip the two of everything thing. You're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're kind of full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's more efficient. Just two of every I'm bottle of tequila. Nice, but not that nice. I, don't, I can't afford <laughs> two of everything. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, right? Go right. Show off, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, that's fucking great, man. I love that. Um, what do you know what would be happening? Do you have a vision? It was, is it going to be like aliens or zombies or some shit? Like, what do you think I'm, is going to be? I'm kind of imagining more of like a, you know, there, there would be like, 
dogs and cats and birds and monkeys and shit like kind of knows Arky, but like and yeah. just a bunch of friends and family members just nice champagne and eating caviar and like smoked salmon and fresh seafood Ooh, smoked salmon fuck yeah yeah i mean i'm just gonna get everything that i like it's like nice. last supper noah's ark but only with people that i like that's beautiful you know what's going to be great is that i have a lot of friends and family so it's gonna be a lot of people I hear you, man. I would do, what's going to be great is now that I know this, and if I do, we do find out it's the end of the world. You're going to be you're going to be loading stuff and your friends onto a boat, and you're yes, going to say something me. to the captain, and the captain's going to be me. I'm just going to whip yes. around and be like, "You ready to go, buddy?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And that's the start of the movie that you're writing now. Exactly, and it's Captain Ron too. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I had a blast talking to you. Thank you for everything, man. It's been absolutely a pleasure. And um, uh, yeah, when we pass through um, your neck of the woods, which I believe we do on this tour, let's let's get up. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we'll hang out. It'll be a blast. Cool. All right, cool. All right. Dystopia tonight.